Hi, this is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. We hope you are staying safe, sound, and sane as this year continues to drag on, and we do all that we have to do to get through this pandemic. Well, how about this? If you want to be on a Zoom call that isn't dreadfully boring, please join us for Zoomapalooza, an interactive adventure of fun, games, comedy, and who knows what else. Tickets are absolutely free, or hire us for your next office or corporate event. Just visit pod617.com slash Zoom. That's pod617.com slash Zoom. Now enjoy the following production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend or an enemy or a werewolf. That will make sense in a moment because we're going to talk about the paranormal today on this podcast where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. I have one of my favorite guys on the phone or on the line or on the Zoom or whatever. He's lurking there in the dark on my screen, which is appropriate because he's the king of the paranormal, the host of the brand spanking new podcast rated P for Paranormal, the co-host of the legendary Monsterland podcast, which appeared on Pod 617 and still does. It's Maddie Blake. Yes. Wow, that was a quick applause. They're done, done with me already. Yeah, well, the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the those are the only kind of audiences we have now so you gotta take yeah. what you can get that's the virtual hey, audience felt uh, good for like four seconds it felt awesome well i could have given you the golf clap that would have been worse so <laughs> I, i've known maddie for probably three or three plus years oh, or something oh, yeah or, i think more than that maybe yeah, even more than that ever we, since that dinner was during maddie and nick when we first met each other that so we're, we're probably pushing four maybe even four or so before you, but our friendship will be celebrating its bar mitzvah in not, not too long, <laughs> in just about nine years. So now listen, Maddie is an, an actor. He has uh, check out his IMDb page. I always do. And then I go back and I find the episodes of all the shows that he was on. So I can say that's my friend, Maddie, but he's always got some project going on. Why don't, before we get to the podcast, which is exciting, we, I want to talk about your, your TV career. You've been involved in the TV show, the, the curse of Oak Island. And, and for a number of years, you did the, the wrap up show. What do you call it? The post game show, which was called, I'm sorry. Drilling Down, which I drilling still down. actually do. You still do that? I'm in, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my sixth year on Drilling Down. Cool. And I'm on my first season of a new spinoff show called Beyond Oak Island, which airs Tuesday nights, 10, 9 central, uh, 10 here on the East Coast, right after each new episode of The Curse of Oak Island, Beyond Oak Island comes on. And the, the if you don't know about Oak Island, it is a place uh, shrouded in mystery and the the show is really archaeologists and 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 truth seekers and trying to uncover all the myths, and it's it's just cool stuff. Are you still enjoying it? Oh my god, it's it's the greatest adventure of my professional life. It's it's been a life changer, a career changer, because it's a true story. And for those of you who don't know, basically, I can give you like a yeah, five second yeah, do it. Bi- basics of it. There's an island in Nova Scotia, Canada, where somebody we don't know who, we don't know why, we don't know what they're hiding, but somebody at great effort 
built an underground chambered vault system to hide something. So for over 220 years, it's the act, it's the longest active running treasure hunt. And so it's a reality show that chronicles the latest searchers, Rick and Marty Lagina and their team as they try to figure out what the hell is buried under Oak Island. And you continue to search with the team uh, pandemic mm-hmm. be damned this year, right? You've been up there. Yeah. We got a season eight, unbelievable, a little, little different COVID protocols and everything, but mm-hmm. did a season eight and even did a spinoff show. Like I said, the show beyond Oak Island, where we look at treasure mysteries, other, basically the show is if you love Oak Island, other treasure hunters come to Oak Island to the war room mm. and they present to Rick, Marty and I, their Oak Island, like their oh, treasure I love it. mystery. Right, that they are working on. And so Rick and Marty and their vast knowledge, sometimes they send me out to kind of be an emissary and and to investigate, is there anything here? What could maybe things that we learned on Oak Island could bring to bear to your search, things like that. So it's it's three episodes in as of tonight, as we record this on a Tuesday night, and it's just been, it's like next level. That sounds like the the shark tank of mystery seekers, right? (laughs) That's a great analogy, yes. And and those those shows never fail. I mean, they all, they, they almost never fail. And so it, they all deserve its own, their own flavors, including the, the paranormal and, and searching for truth and all that. So that's so cool. And the history channel, we find that on the history channel, both shows history channel, Tuesday nights, Tuesday nights. And Maddie live tweets during the, what, as the yes. episode airs. So as we record this, you'll be doing it tonight, but then future Tuesday nights. Yeah. Next Tuesday, whenever you listen to this, check me out around 10, nine central. Right. Depending on where you are. <laughs> so, and by the way, later in, in this show, in the episode of this show, Maddie and I are going to uh, pitch some phony paranormal movies. We're going to create them on the spot. And uh, who knows, Hollywood, are you listening? So that's that'll be a fun game where we, we start with just the title of a potential movie and we're going to cast it and it's going to be cool. And then later we've got a round of, uh, you might call it Monster Media, Mach 2.0 or something to mix a metaphor. And I'm going to quiz Maddie on various paranormal movies, Ooh. giving him only limited information about the movie and see if he can guess it. So you got all that coming up. But tell us, so for the first thing that's cool is Anthony Arkin, as you say, is your, your partner on Rated P for paranormal i don't know if you said that now we've, we've been talking for a while off the air i don't remember whether you said it yeah what but, we said on air <laughs> oh, right so rated p for paranormal is the is the new podcast you're a few episodes in and anthony arkin very familiar name to those who are tell us about how you met anthony and his connection to hollywood well i met anthony years ago in new york city we were both represented by don buckwald and associates i've known him so long i mean I was in the New York City area for 15 years. From two, when I got signed, it was 2002. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I'm, I knew Anthony for a while, for, for over, over a year before I did the math of the last name Arkin. I never even thought of it. That's how <laughs> thick I was. And I was like, wait right. a second, are you? <laughs> Is your dad Alan Arkin? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we were already friends. And, and something about me and him, man, Anthony and I, we met and it was like a spark. It was like two musicians that meet and just like, Started riffing. Yep. Yes. And so we did We did a short together called Pound Ridge, which both of us say it's probably the best thing we've ever done. And it's just like we, you know, we, tr- we well, to even say we tried to sell it as a show is, is probably wrong. Because I've, I've seen that. It's a short film. It's fantastic. Yes. Can people How find it? That? Can people find it on YouTube? No, you know what? But oh. I'm going to re, it was on Funny or Die. It did really well on Funny or yep. Die. I'm going to repost it. Uh, yeah, you you soon. you played sort of a grizzled woodsman who's being yes. coaxed out of retirement to take care of a job or something, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a send up of the obligatory scene in every action film where 
one of the re- one of the one of the guys in the special forces unit who's quote unquote retired. There's yeah. always a scene where they come back and try to drag him out of retirement. And he's yeah. like, no, no, man, my days of killing are over. Right. So we right. just played with that, and there's a big twist at the end. And anyway, so every Anthony usually, just, usually, Maddie, they call him by his nickname, like "Hey Hacksaw," and he turns around slowly and says. I haven't heard that name in 35 years. <laughs> David, David, yeah. there's a scene in the thing where he goes, he, he calls me captain and I wheel and turn around. I go, don't call me that. <laughs> I'm not captain anymore. <laughs> My killing days are over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, yes. Yeah, so very perceptive of you, but yeah. So Anthony and I are just like, we're just, we just hit it off. And so during the Monsterland run, I had him on as a guest because he's had paranormal experiences. He's a, he's a true cinephile. A lot of people say they're in the movies. Anthony Arkin grew up on film sets sure. with his dad. So this guy knows film like nobody I know. Not like trivia wise. Mm. He knows it in terms of how it's made, the history of it, the philosophy of film. He's passionate about film. He's a collector. So long story short, we just, we just figured, listen, when Monsterland ended abruptly, Ronnie, my old partner at Monsterland mm-hmm. just, just kind of shocked me and shocked you and just said he couldn't do it anymore. And that's, yeah. I, there, I, we still don't quite know why there's, there's, we don't understand that, but the, another we, mystery, you know, another, the final, <laughs> the final Monsterland mystery. Final mystery. Yeah. So I've moved on with, with Anthony and we're doing this new one. And, and so we did a segment, David, that you actually would present us monster media with right. producer Dave. And I always, always felt like that would make its its own great podcast like just talking about paranormal media and paranormal films and television and songs and mm-hmm. books and anything else we could review so that's what we do we we pick a film it might be a classic like close encounters of the third kind it might be a new streaming netflix paranormal themed show we discuss it we rate it review, review it and then we talk about how it fits into the paranormal we'll pick a story in the news that might tie into that nice film yeah. And so it's it's just a fun way to kind of come at the paranormal through our expertise because Anthony and I both have a lot of years of show business. Yeah, every episode's a deep dive of one film, which is great. And I know you've done an obscure, sort of obscure to me anyway, a film called Communion, which is, wow. which is I read some reviews of it just because I was trying to, I had never heard of it, but it's a Christopher Walken film and he's, no one's creepier than Walken. And, <laughs> and most people, most of the reviews seem to say, I, I, it's not that I didn't like it, but I didn't understand it at all. So I'd love to, I can't wait to hear the explanation of that one. But just great, just great. I mean, a lot, and it's great that you've got both that aspects of it. Because when I see uh, a film like, even like Close Encounters, I, I sort of wonder: is that the way it would go down in real life, or what's the closest thing that has happened to something like that? Well, we we talked about this on Monsterland, Monsterland a little bit, Dave. Is that a lot of people believe, like Dr. Alan Hynek actually appears in Close Encounters: The Third Kind. Right. The, the guy who Project Blue Book, the, the History Channel scripted show is about. And a lot of people believe that he actually, and him or other government operatives, gave information to certain Hollywood director, directors mm-hmm. and content makers, Spielberg being one of them, and gave them actual information of like, here's how it really may go down but it really that's how it went down so for example you take something like the communication scene using tones using music 
possibly something like that might have happened in real life or the look of the aliens, even the grays, with the extended long arms, things like that. That might actually be intel that was slowly leaked to us through the years through films like Close Encounters of the Third. Uh, so a lot of people will believe that. I love it. I can't wait to hear you you break that one down in a in a future episode. <laughs> there are a few episodes in. So again, find the podcast anywhere you find podcast rated P for paranormal. This is it's just it fills such a nice slot because I, I listen to a lot of movie podcasts and I love the ones that that do the deep dive because movies are fun and so and it's it's sometimes a movie is so good it's not enough just to watch it but you you sort of wonder about it and i i that's why i love movies that are based on history even if they don't even if they take liberties with the the facts there's mm. still stuff in there there's the, the show for the most recent example i could think of is and it's not a, a movie it's a tv show but you appeared in the, in Boardwalk Boardwalk Empire as a mm-hmm. as a roughneck cop who arrested <laughs> Steve Buscemi, but watching that show made me run back to the Wikipedia and start reading about all the characters in the Atlantic City mob that were, and some of it was fictionalized. Anyway, so now paranormal movies have their version of this, which is just awesome, awesome. All right. You ready for well, the game? Can I say something? Oh yeah, sure. Go about, ahead. Yeah. About, about podcasting, and, and because this is right up your alley, and mm-hmm. and one thing that struck me. And another reason I wanted to do the show was one of my favorite podcasts is, is something called Film Spotting. It's two Chicago film reviewers who I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, they they, they get very deep into film. They're 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 they're, they're intellectuals and they're. But anyway, mm-hmm. my point is, I realized I didn't even care what film they were talking about. I didn't even have an, a, a particular opinion whether I even wanted to see that film or not. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to those two personalities talk about movies. Yep. You with me? Yeah. So I, I, that's that's kind of what I think if you like the paranormal, if you like unexplained things, and you like just hearing people talk about things they're passionate about, this this podcast works. Yeah. And, and, that's, and after a while, you'll listen to it, and Tony and Maddie will feel like your friends because they oh. are your friends. They're your, they monst- they're your monster friends. They're your paranormal friends. <laughs> okay. So here we go with Phony Paranormal Movie Pitch. This segment needs a more catchier line than that. It needs some kind of a sound effect. This is the only one I could come up with, Maddie. <laughs> Any fan of Monsterland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the annoying tones of, of Blink-182 and Tom DeLong, who basically retired from Blink-182 to study the paranormal, right? That's right. Yeah, to the so. Stars Academy. Started a very a successful company, actually, to do that. Yeah. So that has nothing to do with the segment, but it, it, I knew it was going to make you laugh. So uh, here's the way this is going to work. And this segment will go on as long as it doesn't become... Uh, tiresome. But, but so <laughs> I'm going to give you two possible movie titles... You get to pick which one, Maddie, because you're the okay. guest, and then we will cast it and come up with a quick plot, and it'll be it'll be ready for a treatment. I don't even know what a treatment is, but it's, it's something that has to do with the movie. Okay, so here's the yeah. first one. Here's the first one. You can pick one of these two: Crazy Like a Fox, Ooh. or Fly Me to the Moon. I'm Cra- gonna pick Crazy Like a Fox because the second you said it, I, I already thought of a, a plot line. Okay. So what do you the so second so, you said it. So what do you what do you got so far? Okay, it's a <laughs> it's a it's a prequel mm-hmm. to the X Files. Okay. And and it's about how Fox Mulder became who he was. Oh, they always, right? Right. Yes. They always teased it on the show that something happened to his sister's abducted, but mm-hmm. they never really went into it. 
I think we do a X Files prequel about the sister. We call it Crazy Like a Fox because Fox Mulder went crazy because he was abducted. Okay, so Fox Mulder was the the David Duchovny character, right? I, yes, yes, it was Mulder and uh, Scully. And Scully, right? So we need two young actors to cast yes. as yes. as the, and this will be sort of like when. Mulder and Scully met, right? Well, we'll we'll see that would, depicted. Well, I think no, yeah, yeah, like the very. I think it has to go prequel, like how they became who they were, and then the film ends with them meeting or their first day at the. Oh, okay, right. Uh, maybe it follows two different separate storylines yes. of, of that. Yes. Yes. So I wonder who would would look like a, a young David Duchovny. I don't know. Zac Efron might be too Ooh. old for that, but so bad. He's got he's got kind of a vibe there. Let's see some, some some of the kids in that. I don't know if uh, Liam Hemsworth is too old, and he probably can't do the American accent. How about yep. we go? How about we dive into the news mm-hmm. and we give Elliot Page his first oh. role as a, as a man, the transitioned <laughs> Ellen Page. I love this idea. Elliot Page play Fox Mulder as a kid. I like it. I like it. And <laughs> and let's see, young Gillian Anderson could be. Well, could we have Elliot Page play both roles? No, I'm sorry. Boom. That's a, we're going to sell it. We're going to sell it that day. <laughs> Stone's still just 28. So I, I don't know Ooh. if you could get away with it. I love her. Yeah, I she, love her as she's, that. So, okay. So crazy like a fox. And, and maybe the crazy just refers to the fact that as he ages, his, he begins to think he's crazy. Because yes. he's 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 starting to see these paranormal things that no one else believes in, and then when he meets the Scully character, yes. he sort of realizes he's not crazy. So yes, all right, that's a winner. You really see it right that, there. I, I, we, that was the second you said Fox. I thought of Fox Mulder. There you go. Boom. I was going to go with a, a meta thing with with Michael J. Fox playing himself, <laughs> and Damn. and and his his he struggles with Alzheimer's. Although he has a, not Alzheimer's, I'm sorry, what uh, a Parkinson's, Parkinson's. Parkinson's, yeah. But if you've seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, he he has a sense of humor about it. I was going to do one where his as his Parkinson's worsens, he develops some supernatural um, abilities that that. He's able to see the future, or he's able to see aliens that no one else has, and only parking people with Parkinson's can see it. That was going to be mine. That's, that's, <laughs> that's good, kind of like a they live, like with the sunglasses. Yeah, that's probably where it's borrowed Except from. It's Parkinson's, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's a little darker. Uh, okay, I like, I like yours better. All hey, right. speaking of Jillian Anderson, oh my God, she has absolutely killed it as Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, and I didn't. I didn't even recognize her. Yeah. I mean, she is transformed and she plays it so, so very British, like, which is the way, which is the way Thatcher spoke. That's how she was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great transformation. It's it's one of those castings, like the stunt castings, as I say, that you hear and you go, oh boy, but man, she hit a home run. Oh no. Yeah. Just as, just as earlier in that, that series, John Lithgow played Winston Churchill. I thought, it, it just killed it. That show killed is, it. that show is genius. It, 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 it takes Love a, it. it takes a lot for men like us, Maddie, to want to yeah. watch a show about the, the Royal family and, yeah. <laughs> and, and Lady Di, the, the, the actress that plays Lady Di is, is phenomenal as well. And a dead ringer. Sure is. For, yeah. sure is. Okay. That's, that's movie number one. Moving on. Movie number two. You have two choices here. Salt. Oh, and, I'm sorry. <laughs> one more side. One yep. more side. You made a joke earlier as we started these, like, well, 
we'll pitch it to Hollywood. Then you, the kind of tongue in cheek things, no one's listening right. from Hollywood. And yet the last film Anthony and I reviewed is a new film on Amazon prime called the wolf of snow hollow. Right. I saw that the morning, the morning I posted the review, the episode, mm-hmm. the director liked it. Really? The director of the film from Hollywood liked our post. I was like, Ooh, people are listening and watching. You never know. So let's when, pitch uh... another one. When Maddie speaks on a podcast, people listen. That's like when, when you reviewed the the film, the the man who killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. Boom! Next week, the director was on your podcast. You yeah. had the director on. That's They're right. listening. Yeah. All right. Two choices coming up here. One is Salt of the Earth. So these are potential movie titles. Salt okay. of the Earth. Yes. All right. The next one, Cloud with a Silver Lining. Ooh. Salt of the Earth. Cloud with a Silver Lining. Okay. I want to go. Cloud with a silver lining. Okay. okay. And it's an abduction story about a uh, a, a balloonist. Oh yes, oh, I was going to say pilot, but that's okay. balloonist okay. is better. No, balloonist, balloonist is better. Okay. <laughs> who sees right. a disc in the clouds? Yeah. And goes mad trying to f- prove to everyone that he saw a UFO. Right. Like he just 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 won't stop. And all his friends are going. It's like a Tim Robbins I'm seeing, or someone like that. How about Paul Giamatti? Ooh, Paul, Paul Giamatti with a, dishe- a disheveled Paul Giamatti. Yes, and he's okay. trying to design a balloon that will go high up enough to to right, and then right. he gets abducted. Gets abducted by aliens. Yes, of course. Okay, but well, maybe maybe I'm hearing sort of echoes of Close Encounters because he's. He's obsessed, a little bit of homage to Close Encounters, maybe, because yes. he's getting obsessed with it. So his family, played by his loyal wife, played by Sarah Paulson, because she's in everything these days. Perfect. You know? <laughs> she's starting to question him, and he's spending more and more time in the balloon. Yes. And maybe he's starting to even question whether these aliens are real. And then one day, he gets, he gets abducted. And there can be some news footage at the beginning of, remember years ago when the balloon boy, where people thought the balloon boy was, yes. and, and it turns out to be a hoax. And so Sarah, yes. Sarah Paulson, the wife, remembers that. And she said, all those things are hoaxes. You're just, you're, you're trying to be the next balloon boy or whatever. So what, yeah, what happens then? So, so there ha- we have to have another, like, we have to have another play on the title. So like, maybe they teach him, maybe they teach him like, some technology that he he invents like a new cloud yeah. like a, like a computer system so he gets and abducted so he, and then and then he returns to earth with knowledge to, to try to tell the story and, and nobody believes yes. him right nobody, he loses everything he loses everything because of his maniacal right you know hunt to prove that he saw something in the clouds he comes back down with a knowledge they give him alien knowledge and he gets all he and becomes, uh, a yeah well cloud with a silver lining, he, silver lining. He's, he's the first person ever to be able to control the weather he, they teach him. Go. They teach him there how to go. control the weather, there and he tries to bring it to the government. But he's met by a stubborn government official played by James Woods, who, who is <laughs> who just wants nothing to do with it. And and then oh, and his his son has to be estranged, like uh, Casey Affleck. He has to have a son like Casey Affleck, <laughs> who's estranged from him. It's like, yeah. Dad, you're embarrassing me. Or Paul Dano, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> right. Paul Dano's the alien. Right. And so, but he needs, he needs some, some, he finds a friendly voice either in, 
It's got to be either in uh, a wacky character like, like well, he's already kind of wacky, Paul Giamatti, but I'm thinking like a Fisher King, Robin Williams kind of thing. Oh, right. or, or, yeah, some strange homeless guy or either that oh. or, or you, go ahead. I got it. It's, it's a former balloon expert. Yes. Who, right? Like he's yeah. legendary in the balloon world, but he's like, he lives underground. Right. Now. Yeah. He's, he's got <laughs> this. Because he's been driven out by the balloon community. Right. And you go down into his basement apartment yes. and there are those, he's got b- b- oversized balloons, the deflated balloons stashed everywhere. He's got some photos of him like back in the day when balloonist was, was big. We'll throw in some Wizard of Oz references here and there. And that old guy is played by, we could have Gene Hackman come out of retirement, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would we be need good. Him. We need Gene right now. Or Nick, Nick, or Nick Nolte, maybe. Oh he, he, he popped up on The Mandalorian recently. So Love it. All right. We got, we got two winners. You want to do one more quick one before we move two on? two solid movies. All right, Those, let's go. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You can pick one of these. The Cat Got Your Tongue or Read Between the Lines. Let's go with read between the lines. I'll let okay. you start on the plot. I've been hogging plots. Okay. Okay. Read between the lines. Paranormal. All right. There's a guy who is like so many of us at home during the pandemic. And he watches so much TV that he gets bored and he starts re- paying close attention to the credits at the end of every TV or, or movie. Right. And he notices that there are, are, messages to the guy's name is Stuart. And so he sees this and it's, and, and in between like the gaffer and the best boy, there's a little message in there that says, Stuart, you need to go to town today or or some cryptic messages. Mm. And he starts. And then, so he's, he's like, I must've just be seeing things. I've been watching too much Netflix, but sure enough, he notices someone sending him messages through the credits. So you read between the lines. Right. Uh, And, uh, and then code, it's code. code. That's how it starts. But then he, he starts to see messages in shows as well. And it becomes like a, Beautiful, the Russell Crowe movie, Beautiful Mind, uh, where he starts to compile us evidence and people think he's crazy. That There's a theme running through all of our movies here, I guess. But so <laughs> that guy could be played by, at first off the top of my head, I thought Brad Brad Pitt can play a pretty good uh, yeah, crazy, crazy guy in 12 Monkeys. He was fantastic. I could see him sort of slow. You know what I love, who I saw when you were talking about that, is he's a little bit of a, a, a deep pull, but uh, Garrett Dillahunt. You know okay. Garrett Dillahunt? No, I'm going to look him up now. Oh, you'll know. Uh, okay. he, oh, God, he's been in so many things. Um, so so let, well, let me have you run with the plot now. So he's getting, he, he's basically getting it, it, in, it's, yeah. a, it's, so a, it's, a, it's a modern he's, he's, day spin on Poltergeist. There are messages coming well, through the TV to him. I'm going to take it a different direction. I think he's, he's stumbled, he's accidentally stumbled upon because he's a genius. Oh, yeah. He's a genius. And he's found a way that there's, there's secret government mind control messaging subliminal the, messages yeah yes in the credits of films and he taps into it and mm-hmm. he shouldn't have and now government operatives are going to come down on him right and he's got to go underground and he gets befriended by Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> <laughs> who, who, <laughs> who, who has known these secrets for years <laughs> yes, yes 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 yeah. yes <laughs> All right, fine. Let's call it Matrix Two, (laughs) (laughs) or Matrix Three, or Four, or whatever. Matrix Matrix Six. Right, and (laughs) yeah, that thing writes itself. Read between the read between the lines. All right, we got three winners. Check movies right there. Yes, very good. How easy it is, Hollywood. That's how easy it is. That's that's, that's how easy it is. Um, 
We're going to play, uh, before Maddie departs, we're going to play a, a quick game of Wicked Smart, our trivia question, where we're going to give Maddie some questions on paranormal movies and see how well he stands up. Before we do that, let me take one minute to tell you about what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast, kids? You could be the next big podcast star, maybe not as big as Maddie Blake has been over the course of his career, but you never know, right, Maddie? You never know. Can I give you a little live testimonial here? For oh, sure. Yes, tell people about Pod 617. Best decision I ever made in my podcasting life was doing Monsterland on the Boston Podcast Network because not only did I get an incredible platform and an incredible producer like Dave, I actually made Dave a personality on the show. And as you can hear, he's phenomenal. He's an idea guy. I mean, if you want to do a podcast and you're in that area, there's no better choice than go with the Boston Podcast. That is an unpaid testimonial, people. So thank you, Maddie. And uh, had so much fun working on Monsterland, and that's what we do. We put our creative touches on all the shows. Sometimes I appear on the shows, sometimes I don't. You can do podcasts if you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, a hobbyist, whatever you are. You can do it remotely. We've been doing remote podcasts for a long time. Or you can come into our Westwood Studios, which is all sanitized and social resistance and all that. If you want to get started, go to pod617.com. Get your own podcast kit. Kids, the Boston Podcast Network in pod we trust. All right, let's play a round of Wicked Smart. And this is the point where I look for the show intro. I was on the Monsterland page for old time's sake, Maddie, and I couldn't find oh. Wicked Smart, but I just found it. I'm smart! My boy's Wicked Smart. Smart! That's right. Wicked Smart, the Paranormal Movie Edition. This is the way it's going to work. I have before me eight different examples of paranormal movies. What you may not know, kids, I know Maddie Blake knows, Hollywood Insider Maddie Blake knows, every movie has a tagline. And sometimes you hear it sort of around the movie. Like for Rocky, the tagline might have been the ultimate underdog. Does he have a shot or something like that? And But it's in the data of all. If you go to IMDb or whatever, the page for the movie, you find these taglines. So would will Maddie Blake be able to determine these paranormal movies just from the tagline, which is kind of an obscure description of it? And if you don't get it from that, we're going to go ahead and give you the description of the movie and see if you can get it. From okay. that, if you get it on the first clue, you get the wolves. Those are wolves, yeah. Excellent. You gotta trust me; those are wolves. If you get it on the second one, we'll give you the close encounters. Nice. And if you whiff on it completely, I think you know what happens, Maddie. I deserve. I deserve it. Belonging. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will start you off with an easy one. Uh, the tagline is as follows. Something beyond comprehension is happening to a girl on this street, in this house. A man has been sent for as a last resort. That's got to be the exorcist. That's right. Yes. In the walls. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Someone asked me in another uh, thing I was doing. We were talking about movie posters, and they asked me my favorite movie poster. My favorite movie poster of all time is The Exorcist, actually. It's, it's, the, it's phenomenal. He's, it's, it's, he's standing. Max von Sydow is standing outside the house. Yeah. And there's just one lit window and it's like purple and black. It's phenomenal. It's got the bag in his hand. If, oh. it, if it's not the best horror movie of all time, it's the one that just a, a still shot of the exorcist will give me the chills. Just it, the poster oh. will give me the chills. The, the theme music will give me the chills. 
and, and, and can I real yeah. quick, I can give a tease for something coming up on Rated P for Paranormal, my new <laughs> podcast. We're going to do a special Exorcist one, two, and three. Wow. Right? We're gonna yeah. we're gonna and and what's beautiful about it is that Anthony's wife, Amelia Campbell Arkin, mm-hmm. is in Exorcist Three. Come on. She's a great, she's a Tony Award winning actress. So when we get to Exodus 3, we're going to actually talk to her about that set and, and some weird stuff that might have happened. And so we're going to do that in an upcoming episode, three episodes. I love it. Wow. It's, yeah. it's going to take three episodes for three Exorcist movies. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I'm Halloween. So, all right. Number two. No more stalling, Maddie. Number two, the ta- the tagline of this film is we're this is this is a deeper dive. So this is this is a little bit okay. more obscure. Okay. You can only defeat it when you believe. You can only defeat it when you believe. I'll be pretty shocked if you get it just from that. Uh, uh, you can only defeat it when you believe. I'll give you a hint, and then I'll give you yeah. the description. Movie came out in 2011. Okay. Oh, all right. I was thinking old. Okay. And yeah. Good. Good. You can okay. only defeat it when you believe. The the description. Could it be? Could it be? Could it? Oh, 2011. That's too early. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say it. I was going to say it follows. But, no. Uh, no. No. Hold on. Okay. Now you get. Yeah. No, you get, you, get, right, get, you, you get the description. You still got a chance to save it. The description <laughs> of the movie is American seminary student, an American seminary student travels to Italy to take an exorcism course. Could that be, is that Emily Rose? No, I saw that on a list I was looking at. So the, the film is called The Right from 2011 oh, I saw started, the right and too. you saw it yes anthony hopkins anthony hopkins so, yes. so sorry oh yes damn it <laughs> i knew that too that's very unlike me oh no not too long all right deserved um, it number uh, th- i knew that too number three i'll tell you this movie came out in 2004 the tagline is the most terrifying images are the ones that are real the most terrifying okay. images. Is this? I, I can tell you. Is this? Can I ask? Can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Does this movie star? I might not. It? I might not know the answer. To oh, your question. okay. I think. I I'll, think I know what it is. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you one line of the of the synopsis. A young photographer and his girlfriend discover mysterious shadows in their photographs after fleeing the scene of an accident. Oh, all right. No, that's not what I was thinking of. As they investigate the phenomenon, they find other photographs contain similar supernatural images that uh, the <sighs> dude's best friend are being haunted as well. You know what this means. Shoot. <laughs> Sorry, the what movie was that? Shudder. The movie was Shudder from oh, 2004. I saw that. All right. There, okay, so this is something that Tony and I have talked about before. There was, there was a bunch of, from like 2000. Two to like 2008 or in there, there was a lot of similar ringish, teeny type of horror like movies made, yeah. and they all they were, they were they were just thrown at us. Yeah, and this was one of them. Um, yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah, I got this from a list of top paranormal movies from I think on IMDb, but who knows what what the hell did they know? This no, one, no, it's, this one will be more fun. Uh, tag these taglines are genius. There are two of them. You might even be able to get it from the first one, but the tagline is, it's not what you're expecting. It's not what you're expecting. And I'll give you the next one too. They're both pretty genius. When you hear them in tandem, I think you might get it. Second tagline is, 
conceived in terror, born in fear. It's not what you're expecting. Uh, is it conceived in terror? Conceived no. in terror. Well, that makes me think Rosemary's Baby when you say That's conceived. right! Oh, yes. wow. Okay. 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 I got the wolves. You got the wolves. Yeah. You got the wolves. From, right, from 1968, Rosemary's Baby. Okay. This one, I'll warn you, it's from 2005. I don't know if that's in your black hole. Ta- Probably will be. Three taglines. It can open any door. You will believe. And fearing is believing. Those are all pretty lame, really. Sure. Terrible tagline. Here's the synopsis. A hospice nurse working at a spooky New Orleans plantation home Ooh. finds herself entangled in a mystery involving the house house's dark past. Oh, wow. Hospice nurse. Wow. I, I don't know. Uh, From 2005, it's the... Sorry. I'm not going to long again. We've had oh, enough. It's going on too long. Thank goodness. Oh, uh, that's right. the, good ske- the skeleton key. The skeleton key. Never saw it. Blind spot for me. Okay. We got three more, so you have a chance. On, you have a chance to end in a blaze of glory. See, it's uh, those two thousand movies that kill me. Those those cheesy. Oh, I shouldn't say cheesy. I never saw it. But, That's right, that is ahead. that is the last of that era on this list, Maddie. You'll be right. happy to know. Okay, <laughs> from nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, I didn't even have to tell you that, maybe. But whatever. Okay. Tagline is you're not going to get it from the tagline. It will scare you to your very soul. Hmm. It will scare you to your very soul. The synopsis: Harry Angel is searching for truth. Pray he doesn't find it. Actually, that was a tagline, too. Harry uh, Angel is that, searching for truth. Is that, go ahead. I think you're about to say it. Angel Heart? Angel Heart is right! Yes. Get in the walls! Yes. Mickey Rourke. Yes, you didn't even have to. A private investigator is hired by a man who calls himself, remember the, the name of the villain, the Mickey Rourke character? Well, that wasn't am, I above, am I above 500? That's all I care about. I yeah, you be. are. Right, the character's right, right. name was Loose Cipher. You get it? Loose yep, Cipher. that's yeah, right. Okay. Love that movie. Here we go. You might, if you get this from the tagline, I'll be impressed, but a masterpiece of modern horror. A masterpiece of modern horror. Second tagline, we'll give you this too. The horror is driving him crazy. Ooh, a masterpiece of modern horror. The, the what is driving him crazy? The horror is driving him crazy. Um... This the next tagline. I fear it's going to give it away, but you're entitled to it. He came as the caretaker. Do I even need to read the rest? He came as the caretaker, but this hotel had its own guardians who'd been there a long time. Oh, wait a sec. He came as the caretaker. He came as the caretaker. But do I have to draw you a picture, Maddie? The, this hotel had its own guardians. Is it Psycho? No. <laughs> Maybe hotel is misleading. What if it yeah, had been res- what if it had been resort or an isolated hotel? He headed oh, up oh, there. Oh, for the- oh, 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 shining. I'm sorry. Shining, That's shining, right. shining, right. shining. We'll give we'll give you the close encounters oh, for that one. You know, okay. I would think it, I, was, I would think shining would have a more less generic uh, give me those taglines again. A, ma- a masterpiece of modern horror. Well, yeah. And uh, I guess that's true. a nod to Kubrick, right? The yeah. horror is driving him crazy. That could be any movie. So yeah, I should have got yeah. that. Yeah, yeah I should have got those two. All right, Shining. Sorry. All right, this, that's okay. We, you, you eventually got it. The last one is as follows. The tagline is, drink from me and live forever. And I'll give you a hint that this movie came out in 1994. Drink from me and live Gotta forever. Got to be some sort of Dracula vac- vampire movie, I would think. I think you're on the right track. Okay. 
Ram Stoker's draft. Oh, I shouldn't guess until you give me more. Right, this, give me more. I'll give you one more hint before I read the. No, I'll give you the, the synopsis. It's, it's a, a vampire tells his epic life story. Love, betrayal, oh. loneliness, and hunger. Yeah, Brad Pitt, Lestat, Diaries of a Vampire. Vampire Diaries. <laughs> if you were on a podcast and you had a guest, vampire you might be interview, interviewing with the vampire. With the vampire. We'll <laughs> give it the close encounters. You got most of it. Good job, uh, anyway. Good job by you, Matty Blake. Uh, I should have done better. I should have done better. Oh, okay. Enough sound effects. Well, we're up against the clock, Maddie, but I hope you had fun and oh. want to make sure everybody knows to find the, the Maddie's podcast rated P for paranormal anywhere you find your podcast. Make sure to check out Drilling Down on the History Channel as well as Maddie's new show connected to Oak Island, which is called in it, uh, Beyond Oak Island, Beyond Oak Island. Just, uh, so I guess you, you just people, you know how to find shows by this point, talking to your remote and tell it to find those TV shows or just say Maddie Blake. You'll get the whole oh. Maddie Blake library. Well, and where can people find you, Maddie, on the, the socials and that business? On social media, I have a fan page called the Maddie Blake fan page. Mm -hmm. And then my handle across all social media is at the Maddie Blake, T-H-E Maddie Blake. Awesome. It was, it was nice that you were on my podcast and I got to be the boss rather than me taking the cues from you. But they're both so much fun. The great Maddie Blake. Check him out all across all the socials and everywhere you find him. And the podcast is going to be so much fun. I'm psyched. I hope you had fun, Maddie. David, I just want to thank you publicly for everything you did for me and for Monsterland. I love the Boston Podcast Network. Anything you need, anytime you let me know. Thank you, brother. And back at you, my friend. As you've heard me say many times since I got into this crazy podcast thing, it's had ups and downs as any business does. But the cool part is I've got to meet um, cool people None cooler than you. And I, I, I always know I'm going to have a blast tonight when I meet with you. And you are uh, the salt of the earth. That's why you didn't pick that name for a movie during our phony movie uh, segment. <laughs> because it's about you, Matty. And um, always fun, man. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. On behalf of Maddie Blake and all the monsters out there who still love you, Maddie, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. I said I'm